and gentlemen, legend in my spare time podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the IHOP Network, the international house of podcasts. Hey there, this is everyone's favorite women's champion, Mickey James, and you are listening to Legend in My Spare Time Podcast. Legend in my spare time. Legend in my spare time contains themes and subjects that may not be suitable for everyone listening. you're easily offended, we suggest you get your podcast on elsewhere. Don't put on airs because I'm here, guys. <laughs> All right, good. Thank you very much. All right, here we go. Um, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners all around the world, to a brand new edition of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. That's right, Legend in My Spare Time is back, baby. Make sure you follow us at Legend Podcast. I'm the one and only Matt Lees, and of course, if it's L-I-M-S-T, then my, my man's got to be here too. My, my hetero life mate, my work wife, my podcast wife, the most exciting man in podcasting, Just Johnny, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Terrific as always, John. Thank you so much for your input, buddy. Well, I can't let the fans down, can I? No, definitely not. Uh, listeners, just before we started, just Johnny and I had a lover's spat, but these things happen, and we've decided to move forward. It's one of those things. You said a time. The time was not, you know. Time was. Uh, the time came, and then the thing that we agreed upon did. Right, and I was like, if this was going back twelve years ago before mobile phones, your ass would have been left in the dust. Yeah. We wouldn't have been talking on, uh, you know, we wouldn't have been doing a podcast either. But still, I, I kind of think I see your point. I guess you sure showed me, buddy. Uh, it's wonderful to see, <laughs> oh. wonderful to hear you again, my friend. I haven't seen you in many hours. Many, many hours. All right, so folks, it's a special edition this week. They're all special, but this one's extra special because we have a very special guest. I just said special a lot of times in a sentence. Uh, now, is it special? Listeners of our buddies at the IHOP Network, the International House of Retweet Network, uh, will be no stranger to the patron saint. The patrons, oh, don't call me out, Johnny. Shut up, and I can edit it. Don't say nothing, and I can edit it. It'll be clean. It'll be clean. The patron saint of podcasts, Librarian Kate, welcome to the show. It's wonderful to finally be able to speak with you. Yeah, it's so wonderful you guys are have to be here. Um, I mentioned this earlier, but you are actually the first IHOP podcast that I've been on. Not the first podcast ever, but the first IHOP podcast I've been on. That's right. And of course, we're, we're the best. We all know we're the best one anyway. We all, you know, we all, we all get it. We don't have to talk you about are the. You are the longest tenured, if I remember, because you've been at this. It's going to be in October, ten years. That's, and that's right. That's a long. I mean, that's ain't. That's a long time in podcasting. That's a long time. That's, to, that, that's a long time to accomplish nothing, ladies and gentlemen. But at least I can say I'm an OG. Um, so yeah, ten years this October for myself. Um, not just Johnny, you know, but uh, he's the longest standing, I think, and he's the favorite. He's the listener's heart, I think. It feels like it's been 10 years. Yeah, it's because we're pretty much married, buddy. You know, this is it now. We're grandfathered in. It's too late for us. <laughs> There's no turning back. None. Run. Now, oh, the, wait, the listeners know all of our bullshit. But so, Librarian Kate, for listeners who don't know, as you are calling us, I want to say New York, but I know it's not. It's New York metropolitan area. Right. Um, I live in Connecticut, 
Um, I'm in a part of Connecticut that's about an hour away from New York City. Um, if it, it's near Stamford, Connecticut. So if any of you guys, if listeners of a certain age, who um, particularly women, but men could have read these books too, the Babysitter's Club books, I kind of live in the area where the Babysitter's Club took place. Mm. But to keep it simple, stupid, it's the New York City metro area where it is raining something fierce right now, let me tell y'all. <laughs> well, firstly, John, she called you stupid. Uh, and secondly, I have no idea what those books were and I never read them. Of course not. Absolutely not. Because I am a man and I drink beer and make fire. Uh, you've never done either. I've, I've certainly drank drunken drank beer, sir. Dandies do not count. Says the guy who drank a cup of tea with his pinky out at the Weedus concert. Uh, I'm sorry, like that is just badass as fuck. Who does that? Oh wait, only me. Right? I don't want to be like the rest of everyone drinking beer. That's true. No, gotta stand out from the crowd. Go against the grain. You know he's right. These traveled. He's right because it was at a private like uh, the the sound check of Weedus, right? And you busted out your pinky with your cup of tea. It wasn't like it was just us, them, and maybe a few other people. Yeah, that's true. That, you know what? I retract my statement. You're the man, buddy. I will tell you that I have discovered something that I think is a little silly that is now becoming a thing in the States in terms of alcoholic beverages. It's called spiked seltzer. I, my, my mom and my sister and I went down to Billy Joel. We get to our seats. My sister's like, go get me a drink. It's like, you want beer? You want wine? She's like, no, get me a spiked seltzer. And I'm like, What? Okay, go over. Okay, one beer for me. I need a you know black cherry spiked seltzer. And she's like, I love these. These are so good. She's like, try it. So I grab, I take a sip. I'm like, so basically you're telling me it's like boozy seltzer? No. <laughs> no. How hipster can you get at this point? So seltzer, Johnny, is just like fizzy water. Oh. Oh, spar- okay. or sparkling water is yeah, yeah, still yeah. water. Yeah, still exactly. Water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't you sound call nice. It spiked seltzer, like you know, oh, I've spiked my own drink. Yeah, isn't that ju- so? What's the booze in it? What's the alcohol content? What I don't it? know. I barely tasted anything that resembled right. alcohol. Yeah. Um, I'm sort of kind of like if you just wanted a, a fizzy water or a seltzer, just get a seltzer. Yeah. I've now paid like a ridiculous markup. On a drink that doesn't even taste like a drink. Yeah, like a, a little Which, tiny bit of vodka topped up with fizzy water. Twenty dollars. You're my. You're about right, actually. It was a Ouch. a little, probably just like a shot of vodka or a shot of gin or something. Well, definitely not gin because I would have tasted the gin. But it was like a shot of vodka in a fizzy water. I paid ten bucks for it. I'm, of course, saying all these things in my head because I do not want to pick a fight with my sister because she's the one that drove to the concert. Mm-hmm. That's true. You never want but to pick a fight with you, the driver. No, she would have left me in Philadelphia. Believe me. <laughs> and now you just got to remember that. So the next time you said we run and you drive, you can then pick something completely random and like, get her to order it. Yeah. So now you start planning the, the revenge. I can remember that. Speaking of you can order it. I remember my good old buddy, Greg and I probably 20 years ago going through a Tim Hortons drive through Middle of winter. I have two stories to share about this. One of which is I thought I invented a genius commercial. And I'm going to tell you guys that one first. Because during my high school years, I'm not. I'm going to be humble, but I came up with two genius commercial ideas, neither of which the companies ever got back to me and weren't interested in. But that's another story. That's their failure. Anyway. Yeah, but is this like my comic idea that I swear to God I came up with it? 
the 10 Cloverfield plane. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah, Just Johnny claims that that was his idea first, the 10 Cloverfield lane. The only difference was it was with zombies and not aliens. That's right. Well, I, I back you up on that. So the, the, the drive-in coffee place commercial. All right, I'll set the scene. It's the middle of a Canadian winter, you know, lots of snow, John. Yeah, like really high snow banks. Uh, well, I like the snow, I do. And it's cold. You wouldn't like this snow, right, Kate? He knows. He doesn't know real snow. Yeah, you gotta you you come to America, you come to Canada, you gotta know real snow. Like that's right. Two feet on the ground, schools are closed. Depending on where you live, you're either not leaving the house or you just get the snow tires on and you go to get Tim Hortons or in the states we have Dunkin' Donuts, which is like a Tim Hortons. Yeah. And you get and you get coffee and uh, sweets. Yeah. So the 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 two two you get two dudes. It does I guess well it does have to be dudes, Connie. Two guys in the in a car pulling up to the drive through. They order hot chocolates or whatever, and then when they get it to the window and the person hands them their drinks, they sit set the drinks basically in their crotches between their legs, where you would hold a coffee if you were driving. Uh, and because it's the middle of winter, it's cold. Both guys immediately go, uh, and then the titles read Tim Hortons keeping you warm all winter. Okay, that is actually pretty genius. That's a million-dollar commercial, I think. That is a million-dollar commercial. That is pretty genius. <laughs> but did I hear back from the marketing of Tim Hortons at the time? No, I fucking didn't. Now, the fun now, that was obviously when you were back in high school. So this is pre-social media. Yeah. Today, you can just ping Tim Hortons on Twitter and be like, hey, I have this fabulous idea for a commercial and see what happens. Yeah. Well, today we could just make it ourselves and just send it. Yeah. Just say this there you go. You yeah. Make it yourselves. Yeah. So that was the uh, send to them and be like, uh, you know, get in touch and we'll let you know what to send our checks. Yeah. Or just a gift card. I'm easy, man. Just give me a couple gift cards. We'll call it even, you know, um, yeah, it's just, you know, a couple hundred and thousand. That, yeah. And stranger things have happened. There was, and I'd, I'd have to double check my accuracy on this, but one of the Doctor Who seasons, I think it was Peter Capaldi's first, someone had done fan art of an, uh, proposed opening titles for the show, for his run. The BBC seized on that and you and and use that as inspiration for some of their titles, and I am assuming they gave him proper compensation. Uh -huh. But hey, in this day and age, anything can happen. Anything. Speaking of Doctor Who, that's literally filmed around us. Uh, Just Johnny's a massive fan too. Um, and remind uh, me, we're both aliens. Uh, yeah, and much we, we look like we could be in Doctor Who, so they, true. they just film our everyday life and build the show around me and Matt and I. That's right. Um, but let me remind me of Doctor Who, and we'll come back to it, and I'll tell you about the story about when we met Peter Capaldi. Um, but uh, so I was talking about the coffee drinks. We're going through the drive-through. My buddy Greg says, "What do you want?" And I remember saying, "Oh, get me a." Uh, a large mocha uh, with whipped cream and uh, and sprinkles, um, and he's just looking at me. He says, "You go on and on, you go on and order that girly shit yourself." I am not saying that to a human being. Um, so, Aww. you know, he wouldn't order my drink, so I had to order it myself. It's fine, no problem. But that that was you know that was my story, and uh, it didn't hit as well as I wanted it to. But uh, fuck you, Greg, if you're listening. Sometimes you just have a craving for something a little more. That isn't like straight black coffee that's blacker than your soul. Right. Sometimes you want a little treat. I, exactly. Allegedly, I love, 
after some oregano. I have to tell you, I have shared that euphemism, oregano, with several friends here in the U.S. Yeah. They love it. Like you didn't hear before it was before we used it? I have no, you, you guys were the first time I've heard that used. And I, as I share that with friends, they're like, that's pretty damn good. I was like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's Came because, I hate to admit this, but it's because there's an emoji of oregano. And when I used to send it to one of my buddies, it used to pop up as an emoji. So now we just send that back and forth. Uh, so that's where it comes from. I remember one time at one of my old jobs on the topic of oregano, um, I used to be big into loose green tea. Um, and I was I had a little teapot with a little infuser and I'd be steeping my tea at work. And my head of HR walks by and he's looking at me making the tea and he's looking and he's like, that looks like stuff I smoked in college. <laughs> I looked at it and said, Bernie, that's way too much insight into your college years than I needed to know because you are old enough to be my father. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was going to be that dirt oregano too. Then back then, allegedly. In the, allegedly. <laughs> wow, this conversation makes me feel like my taste buds are quite bland because I don't use no spices. No, like, no, no thyme, no cumin, no oregano, nothing. No, I mean, look, Johnny. You know, I love you. I consider you my brother, but you disgust me sometimes, my friend. It's the eating habits. That's what I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah. Chicken breast with just ketchup on it? Get no, the fuck no, out no, of here. No, no, no. It's not like it's a bloody barbecue chicken breast with tomato sauce on there. It's just plain chicken breast with tomato sauce. No. Yeah. No. A diet. Admittedly, you probably shouldn't be having ketchup because there's high sugars, but when you eat nothing but meat and... Yeah, pretty much meat and eggs. Yeah, but that's... You've got, to, you've got to splash different flavors of sauce on there. I, you know, you don't moan about the or the Nando's Piri Piri mayonnaise that I buy. Yeah, because that sounds delicious. But I've tried so hard, Kate. I've told this man, let me make you something delicious. Like, I know I can get you to be into veggies and stuff. Let me make you something delicious. And it's like a kid oh, when you're like, clean your room. Clean your room. No, no. No, I don't want to. I don't like it. I don't want to. I'm not going to eat them. I don't like it. I'm like, dude, I'm, I never used to like veggies either. Let me hook you up. And he's like, no, I don't want to. But ke- I mean, but ketchup? Ketchup. Ketchup yeah. for me is reserved for hamburgers. And french and fries. And french fries. Yeah. And that's it. Um, and Lord, do not put a ketchup on a hot dog. No, I, sorry. Oh, that's, that, that is a criminal oh, offense. Oh. oh, see, I'm jumping to the other yeah. side now, and I'm saying ketchup on hot dogs for show. Ketchup, mustard, and relish. Hit me. No, no, just ketchup. No, ketchup, you know, mustard, and relish. Relish is too close to vegetables. There's onions and stuff in there, and then I, there's, there's, you're trying to sneak me vegetables, so relish, no. But it's not in the U.S., and maybe this is happens in the U.K., but it's not so much ketchup that divides people like this. Do, do you know what it is that really you want to watch, like, sibling versus sibling or parent versus child or lovers against each other? Mm-hmm. Ask them if pineapple belongs on a pizza. All right. I'm here to tell you, yes, it fucking does. No, and I'm t- and I'm team, no, it does not. <laughs> well, it depends if you're team oregano, because then you'll be like, pineapple, pizza? Yep, I'm in. Fuck it. Uh, or if you don't like pineapple, shocker. Uh, yeah, but okay. So uh, here we go. What's your typical? What would be your your pizza order, Kate? <laughs> okay. Um, 
I am a purist, so I am more of the give me tomato sauce, give me some cheese. If you're going to put anything else on it, it's got to be either pepperoni Mm -hmm. or meatball. Okay. And it's got to be thin crusted, not like super crispy. Right. I'm not trying to eat a fucking loaf of bread, right? That said, there is a time and a place for a deep dish pizza. Like you go, if you go to Chicago, you got to, you have to have deep dish pizza. But when you're in New York, you are, you are eating on the go. You want to get that pizza, get it on a plate. If they're smart, they put the paper plate in the bag. You walk out of the pizza place and you can fold it, eat it and walk. Delicious. If the pizza's like that, that's all you need. Delicious. Johnny. Oh, wait, wait, first. No, let's do it this way. Just give me a minute, Johnny. Kate, I bet you a million dollars you can guess what this motherfucker likes on his pizza. Now, I've seen some, having been to the UK twice in my life, I've seen some weird shit y'all put on your pizza. Well, I don't, don't, um, don't put me in with him as far as food, please. Hey, oh, no, 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 no. You're, 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 yeah, you're way worse. You're, you're Canadian. Okay. You're normal. That's right. Thank no, you. as long as I don't say pineapple, I've already beat you because you put pineapple. So, you, you know. No, stay right. tuned. I mean, broccoli is the weirdest thing I can think of right now. I've seen pizza in the UK that's had corn on it when I'm sort of like, what are you all? What the hell are you? Yeah. London? <laughs> but, but Corn but, doesn't but. translate because, yeah, like I see corn all the time on pizzas, like pre-made pizzas. Delicious. Delicious, by the way. It's delicious. Um, here, but don't think the UK because you'll go way wrong. Don't think just him, just Johnny. Okay. From the conversations we've had even just a few moments ago. I bet you can't guess what he picks to have on his pizza. Because I know this because uh, during our last game night, my man brought some pizzas over. One for myself and Rachel, the normals, and one for him. Mm, I wouldn't say normal. All right. I'm... <laughs> I've got no clue. John, do you want to tell her? Yes. But I just want to sort of say that obviously you have said... Either meatballs or pepperoni. So yeah, just, just the one. For me, it's plain chicken. Like unflavored just chicken. Chicken breast. I have tried that on pizza. It doesn't necessarily work. No. How is that worse than, pe- than pineapple? Well, but but because you at least got to have like barbecue chicken or spicy yeah. chicken uh, and combine it with some other stuff. My pizza would be... Ham, bacon, and onions. But I'm okay with pineapple, is what I'm saying. But it's still better. If Kate, if you had to eat just plain chicken breast or a Hawaiian pizza, which one are you going to have? I'm going to go with the chicken breast. Really? Yeah. Don't take That's his not... side. Yeah, yeah. That kind of backfired a bit there, didn't it? Oh, there's going to be but no... But I have to be really, 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 really drunk. Let me... That's fair. I'll just leave it at... I'm going to have to be really, really drunk for that. Yeah, but over here, a Hawaiian pizza has pineapple on there. So you're going to eat pineapple pizza sober? Yes. No. No, I don't see it. In fact, next game night, I'm going to make you bring me a Hawaiian pizza just to, bo- <laughs> just to bother you. Oh, no, yeah, that kind of shit doesn't bother me at all. Like, you know, I, I, I used to work in places. I used to chop vegetables all the time. I don't, I don't care as long as I don't have to eat them. But you like curry. If I make you a nice veggie curry, will you try it? Oh. See, I've tried veggie curries. Yeah, but will you try mine? I mean, you know, it depends. Like, if, if 
the 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 bits in there are quite big and like chunky, then probably I'll try it. But no, I don't do that. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to hit you like well, that. Well, you had me at veggie curry, Matt. Yeah, you well, had me at veggie curry. Look, it's it's that extremely is, delicious. That is the one thing that I miss tremendously whenever when I would go to the UK is getting a good motherfucking curry. Oh hell yeah. Um, no, Johnny, I won't do you like that, man. There won't be any big chunks of anything or anything like that. It'll just be a nice, smooth, creamy veggie curry with chunks of potato. And I know you like potato. Oh, I do like potato. I'll try very hard to make sure you don't see any herbs. Okay, princess? Herbs and spices. Although I see you have herbs and spices in the curries you eat at work. So Yeah, again, though, because it's made for me. We had this conversation yesterday. If it's free, my stepdad makes amazing curries. So it's like... If it's if it's given to me, if I have to do it myself, I'm just gonna have chicken chicken breast and rice. Mm. You know, but like if someone does it for me, I'd be like, yeah, thank you. You had spag ball for a long run too. Yeah, for like what six weeks? Yeah, yeah. Like I did the same thing every day in work. Oh. It's prep. It's done for me. I don't have to think about it. I microwave it. Eh. Yeah, but uh, that's rough. I find it hard to eat the same lunch every day. Yeah, you gotta you gotta vary it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, like, treat yourself. Go out. I don't know if you can like walk to places by your office, but treat no. yourself. Go out for lunch every once in a while, or order in, if that's easy for you to do. But yeah, I can't do the same thing every single day. No, it's hard work. Uh, we're limited, very very limited for options. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we have a canteen in our work that sells food. The same thing every day. Allegedly. <laughs> Um, so, but you know, not not good options. We're talking about our lunch options, ladies and gentlemen. Very exciting. Um, maybe the listeners will tell us what they have for lunch and we can be the most exciting podcast in history. What do you think? (laughs) Stranger things. What is my lunch hour at work? If you think about it. So it's it's appropriate conversation. (laughs) It's true. You should be given an award because you've chosen to spend your lunch break with us. No, it's no problem. I am. Uh, I work remotely out of my home two days a week, so it's real easy for me to, Slide on into your podcast and uh, hang around. I wish just Johnny would work from home. Oh, I would love that. Love it. Because we we kind we do work as everyone knows in the same spot. So you know. Anyway, um, so we we had um, we had a couple other little ditties we thought we could chat about. Uh, the first of which just Johnny kind of brings to my attention because he's kind of a I, I don't want to say a conspiracy nut because that's not accurate, right? But, no, just a, just a general nut. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but especially recently, you've been talking to people at work who have come to me on the side and said, I'm going to knock your buddy out, man. Um, in jest. In, in jest. Uh, you say in jest. I don't, I don't know, man. But anyway, uh, and that's about, obviously, Area 51. Do you want to talk us through this at first, Johnny, and then we can chat about this shit? <clears throat> Basically, it was the whole... As uh, I say, an outsider, as someone that doesn't live in the States, uh, seeing all this media attention that apparently all these people storming Area 51 in September is getting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. To, to get, to get to, some answers. Yeah, to apparently find out what's going on. What's your thoughts on this? you think that there could be something there? Well, if, if there was something there, it's not there now, motherfuckers, because you told them you were coming. Yeah, in fact, the U.S. Air Force has actually said any attempt to illegally access the area is highly discouraged. And I'm sitting there laughing, thinking, 
you're going to storm Area 51, but you're going to give us two months' notice. I appreciate that good manners. You do. You don't want to show up at somebody's house unannounced. You want to make sure they've got time to clean, get the good snacks, right. restock the liquor. But the whole point of the raid idea is a surprise. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, it's also like but... if you if you throw a house party on the weekend and your mom says she'll be home 3 o'clock Monday, right? Like, it's ridiculous. She ain't going to catch you out if she tells you when she's getting home. Please, Johnny, go ahead. But again, like as an outsider, it's one of those things that's like, you know, it, I don't know how to say this without sounding crass. I've never seen so many people be disappointed at once because either none of them's going to turn up and there's going to be like four people there being like, should we do this? And they're like, no, fuck this. Yeah. Or a massive crowd turns up. They're just going to fire a few warning shots or maybe send over a jet and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, fuck this. They got napalm, right? All they have to do, kind of like, all they have to do is come out and kill one dude, right? Mm -hmm. Like, send Mm -hmm. the soldier out to grab one guy and be like, "You want to see Area Fifty One? Blam! There's Area Fifty One. Now fuck off!" And you tell me how many people are going to be like, "Yo, shit, shit just got real. I'm going home." Right? It makes me think of scary movie when the dude walks in to do the seance and sees the the chick spitting puke everywhere and he just goes, fuck this, and walks back out. <laughs> but that would have been me. It's like, okay, I'm out. Yeah, this, I'm out. This got real. I'm leaving. Uh, so I think it's ridiculous. People are saying, like, they can't stop all of us. And uh, yeah, they can, man. Yes, yes, they can. Yeah. That's literally I, their I, job. I they are the military. It is literally their job to be able to stop you if necessary. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. But you know what the best thing, though, to come out of this? The memes. Oh, absolutely. Um, The memes, the jokes, you name it. That's the the best part of this whole thing. I love the Daenerys one when she's doing that really shit-eating grin, and it says, like, (laughs) the government can't kill 250,000 people. It's like the government, and it's just her with that, like, I'm sure you guys know the one with that grin on her face. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just looking at that. She's like, hold my beer, bitches. Yeah, right. Hold my beer. <laughs> well, there are some positives. First positive being that they're going to stream it live, which is fantastic. Uh, it gets even better, though, because they're streaming live at like 3 a.m., which is like 9 a.m. for me and just Johnny. So we can which check that like, shit out. Birthday. Right. Well, actually, wait a second. It's 3 a.m. local time, which is so Vegas. That would be the Vegas. So that's 6 a.m. for me in New York. Right. And another five hours so that'd be like 11 a.m that's like it, and let me just see what day of the week september 20th that's the best is. breakfast time perfect that, that, that's like get a cup of coffee cup of tea early oh, yeah. lunch i'm just it's just that's pure entertainment right there yeah well that's so we're looking at six seven eight nine ten yeah like tw- what 12 o'clock noon yeah that's lunch hour entertainment come on that's right I and mean, we know our boss will come with us just johnny yeah like, oh, by the way, we're going to watch the raid. Are you down? He's like, fuck yeah. Yeah, we're, let's go to my car. My car's bigger. Let's go to my car. Um, very excited for this. Um, and uh, good luck, to, good luck, all of you. I mean, you know, it's kind of like natural selection, in my opinion, because the, the most of the people that are going to show up to this thing probably shouldn't have, should have been eating Tide Pods, you know, but they stopped them doing that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> let's go ahead and let them clear themselves out this way, you know, natural selection. This is kind of like... Uh, you know, where you're standing on the sideline and you're giving really bad advice to like a, a kid, like, yeah, you can make that jump. Go do it. Right. This is what I feel like being an outsider, being like, fuck yeah, go do it. They can't stop you all. 
<laughs> yeah, watch you just taking a fucking yeah, yeah. But no but chance that yeah. we would go. I don't think. Oh god, fuck no. Well, maybe no. No, not at all. Maybe if there was like another mountain, sort of just off to the side, so we'd be like, yeah, let's go back there and watch the raid. Kind of like you know, send all the pawns in first. Yeah, it's cute it's- that you're Welsh and you think there are mountains everywhere. I've been to Las Vegas. There are none. Uh, We're in you, big you, trouble. You go to work up a mountain. You walk home. It's up a mountain. It, it doesn't. I don't know how it works, but everywhere over here is a mountain. All of this, like we live in Middle Earth. <laughs> it is very pretty. Matt sent me a few photos. Like that is very pretty. But I can tell you, having been to Las Vegas, it is very flat and very hot. And I don't care what people say that it's oh, it's a dry heat. It's not humid. It's still hot. Yeah, hot is hot. Yeah. Hot. yeah. Just Johnny does not like the heat. He likes it even less than I do. Yeah, and y'all are having very, or have had, I don't know what, if it's broken, but you've had very unseasonably for the UK high heat. Yeah, and Just Johnny yeah, is very... 25 degrees Celsius. Yeah, Just Just Johnny can describe it very eloquently, his feelings on the hot weather. Go ahead, Johnny. Wait, do I? Yeah, you, you kind of say it every time we walk out of the wor- out of our building at work. Uh this is disgusting. <laughs> fucking disgusting. It's Absolutely horrible. Hate. Fucking disgusting. But then, you know, certain people in this heat will then sit in their car and with the heating on. Yeah. It's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, that's my mother, folks. <laughs> well, it's actually going to be a lot worse this weekend. Um, I'm just Googled really quick. And for your reference, it's they're talking around 35 Celsius, which is 95 Fahrenheit. <laughs> And you can survive that. <laughs> um, you throw in a, um, the heat index, um, what it really feels like with the humidity and everything, and they're talking, it's going to feel like around 40 Celsius. Oof. Yeah, it's we're under, yep, it's going to be disgusting in New York this weekend. And I'm fortunate, I mean, and I have to be outdoors in part of it, but fortunately, it's a pool party. So at least I can either stay in the pool or stay in the air conditioning. Yeah. It sounds horrendous. Yeah, it's not. It's. I love summer. I don't love this kind of summer. No, I. One of my. Sorry, one I, of my friends' little daughters was complaining yesterday. She's four years old. She was complaining the sun is too up, and I'm like, Ava, honey, I get it. The sun was too up for me too. It's yeah. too hot. Yeah, too hot. Call the police in the. Uh, according to the BBC weather, we have weather warnings tomorrow starting at five a.m. for rain. Nice. It's gonna cool down a little bit. Fuck yeah. It's still going to be hot, though. That's right. Um, Highs of 20 degrees. Oh, even thunder. We might get thunder. Excellent. Which is very nice here in the mountains. Um, Now, speaking of sounds horrendous, right now, of course, as we speak, is San Diego Comic-Con. Look at that fucking segue. Now, I can say that because I've been to Dragon Con in the middle of August in Atlanta, Georgia. So let me just say, damn. Like, you think you know hot, and you think you know busy, and you think you know, I'm going to say it, stinky? Damn. Um, yeah. But, but what, an, what a phenomenal time, though. Incredible. Uh, I'd like to I take have, just Johnny mother, one day, but he's frightened. Yeah. I have told oh, my no, mother, and she lives in the... Oh, I'm sorry. We're all talking over each no, other. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kate, go ahead. Yeah, I like I've told my mother it's, who lives in Florida. It's like I don't visit you between April and October unless it's an emergency. I don't want to die. No, exactly. Uh, Johnny, please. Uh, I, I said I'd go. I'd be up fit. All right, fine. Well, you got to clear that criminal record thing first, buddy, and then we can. I told you, I bought this name clean. There's, there's no record on this name. All right, good. Finally, thank fuck. Ever since the incident. The, the incident. 
the incident. Yeah, we don't talk. We don't talk about that. There's legal things and paperwork, and it's a whole kind of mess. But what isn't a mess is Comic Con, right, folks? Mm-hmm. Which I can imagine it being quite a mess. Sounds horrendous. I don't think I. It's hard because I. I would. I do. I would want to go, but I also have no fucking interest in going. Because uh, there's just like if it wasn't for the people, right? That's exactly the problem because we've been we went to like a small time video game con here in the UK and you remember you couldn't even get up to the, the the counters to look at the merch because there was such a crowd of people moving like an ocean, right? Yeah, there was like 20 people or something. Yeah, and they kept bumping into us and moving us out of the way and then I didn't get those WWF Hasbro's cuz I didn't see them and then that dude walked by me with the clear bag of them. Do you remember that motherfucker? And you were like you distracted him, I'll steal them. Oh, I tried and you chickened out. But anyway, he had like three in that bag I needed, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I need 11 of the original WWF Hasbros, like 11 of like a uh, whatever the collection is, all the series. And this dude had like three in a bag. And I was like, where the fuck did you get those? And he said, oh, that dude over there gave sold them to me. I bought the whole bag. Asshole. Mother. F- I would have. Anyway. I would have bought them. <laughs> right? I would have given you more money for them, man, because I, I was more... Because uh, it wasn't even like he was enjoying his purchase. You know? He was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I bought some plastic wrestlers. And I was like, no, you, can I just have, like, three of them? What did you pay? Let's, let me buy, like, those three. The, maybe four. Okay, these five. Let me buy these five. Uh, anyway. Give me the bag. I'm all emotional now. I've worked myself up. But Comic-Con is here, ladies and gentlemen. What a segue. And uh, what are some things that we're all looking forward to, Johnny? What do you hope to see announced at Comic-Con? Comics. You know, I know he's being flippant when he says that, but he's got a point. <laughs> yeah, he does. You know, that's the, that's the problem because I know he's being a jerk, but sometimes he makes good points too. And then there's that fine line of letting me or letting him know and acknowledging his cool moment or being like, you're a jerk, you know? No, because there is a few... Uh teasers and stuff of people like for instance alex ross mm-hmm. uh, again i don't know if any of you are sad to like certain artists but he's the one that does all the sort of watercolor paintings of people i say watercolor but they they're look- stunning i've seen some of them at new york comic-con they are absolutely stunning i think he's unveiling a new sketchbook uh, at san diego comic-con so he's sort of unveiling it there first and it looks absolutely stunning that's awesome. Admittedly, I've only seen the front cover of it, but it's like, you know, you see a lot of people like Jim Lee, uh, Todd McFarlane, like all these are at San Diego Comic-Con and it's like, you know, some good shit's got to be coming from this. Absolutely. I saw a thing for like X-Men, which originally I thought said Marvel Studios, but it said Marvel Comics, obviously, but it was like uh, something like an announcement coming soon. It was just like the red X logo. Yeah, my guess is that's connected to so Jonathan Hickman, comic book writer who did the Fantastic Four for Marvel a couple of years ago, is actually coming in and he is sort of torching the entire X Men, <clears throat> excuse me, comic line at Marvel to the ground, and he's just doing two series, and one is called House of X, and one is called Powers of X or Powers of Ten. So I think we're going to get some news about what to expect from that particular series, which is kicking off, I think next week. Mm-hmm. Let me look at. Um, let me just look at my, I am just quickly going to look at my list cause I'd have my pull list all done for next week. Okay. Let's well, see. I, I, for one, I'm intrigued if they're going to reboot and start over with X-Men and I can just start at one. I, for one, will certainly check out the first issue. 
Yeah. Marvel, for, for all its faults, and Marvel started doing this in the comic side last year, is they, they did what they called, or we, or fans were calling, like, Fresh Start. And they rebooted a lot of their series with new number ones. And it's great because, again, it allows you to jump on whether even and not have to worry about what one of my friends calls endless continuity. And with the X-Men, it is kind of that way because there's just so, so much continuity. Yeah. But not only that, then you've got like four, because you'd have like Ultimate, well, no, that's cancelled now, but you get sort of Uncanny, Extraordinary, Astonishing. Yep. And it's like, are these all linked? Like, what, like, where's this dude? Like, And, you know, it's the same few people in the mall, like the same, you know, your basic I don't know, Cyclops, Wolverine, Storm, and you're like, so are they all linked? different universes what like it just never gets addressed yeah and when you have limited funds you know you can't be expected to buy all these issues i've a lot of my friends um have uh, marvel has a service in here in the u.s i don't know if it's available in the uk it's called marvel unlimited and you pay something like a hundred dollars u.s for a year and you get access digitally to marvel's back catalog so for example i if i wanted to read the dark phoenix saga and get the bad taste out of that movie of that movie out of my mouth I can go ahead and read that on Marvel Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Well, especially now talking about movies, especially when it comes to X-Men movies, I don't know if Johnny feels the same way, but for me, it's enough already, man. Like, I haven't seen this recent one, but I'm pretty sure I've seen this most recent one, if you know what I mean. Yeah, don't waste your money on Dark Phoenix. I'll tell you all that right now. But yeah, not, but- someone who's uh, big, well, started with Wolverine and therefore went into being an X-Men fan. But with this all the films i just since day one i've not been a big fan i I understand what they were trying to do following the ultimate universe so i can't remember if spider-man created the ultimate universe or if it was x-men one so i think it was spider-man the first toby Maguire one wasn't it and then they launched their ultimate universe and they tried to follow what x-men as if it was realistic Mm -hmm. which i thought was a brave attempt but uh, they just changed too much yeah, and even after the first Iron Man came out, they continued making like realistic films. And it's like if Iron Man has proved anything, it's that you can go full comic and it works. Definitely, mm-hmm. because my I don't know how to quantify this in pretty words, but like I watch Avengers for the first time, and I'm there like a kid on Christmas, wide eyed, going, "Look at this! This is amazing." That never once happened to me in any of the X Men movies ever. I never had that moment where I was like, I'm in goosebumps. I popped never like it's, I don't know how to, why that is, but like it happens to me in the Avengers movies, you know, you get that minute where you're like, Oh, it's really cool. It never happened for me with X-Men. Yeah. There's more epic storytelling in the Avengers movies and the X-Men. I feel like they've tried and it falls kind of flat. Uh, The only one that I really, really liked was Logan. And I, that was definitely more of a character-driven yeah. X-Men story than, okay, let's have them do cool shit. Yeah, because it's it, it, I like that one as well. But I also think like you don't even get you don't even get the costumes, man. Like, give me the cool '92 costumes because you know that's what we're all here for, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like even in the uh, I don't know if it was Avengers one or Captain America the first Avenger when they have that moment where he's doing like the I was gonna call it a burlesque show but maybe it maybe that's what it is for the ladies um, but you know he's doing like the touring like I'm Captain America hi everybody or whatever I think there's a moment in there where he's in like the full on comic book costume with the red and white stripes on his chest with the blue chest yep. plate it's only for a few seconds but when you get that you're like 
Hey, that's the that's that that's the costume from the you know just like when we saw a fucking Detective Pikachu and just Johnny's whispering to my wife and they're giggling when certain Pokemon are on screen. You got to give us those little moments, even if it's just for mm-hmm. a second. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any of that from X Men. No, no, and I I was at a press screening for X Men Dark Phoenix, and I have never been in a movie where Pete where you hear a pin drop in the audience. Now, I'm like, I react to films, and my better half, Mr. Librarian Kate, as I'll call him, to respect his privacy, um, he, he'll give me, like, the dirty light, like, sh- shut up. But I'm sitting in this screening, and there's occasional funny moments where I start laughing, like, <laughs> yeah. and no, nothing, you're not hearing a thing. And I left that screening thinking, what a way to end your franchise. What a whimper to yeah. end your franchise. Yeah, if it was me, I would have went something akin to sort of Ragnarok, like X-Men style. Just get people in, even if you've never even introduced them or referenced them. Just put everyone in and have a massive blowout. Well, hopefully now Marvel can do that because Marvel seemed to do it right. Yeah, they did it right with Endgame. There was... I lost track of it. I, I, Endgame is one of those films, and I'm you have to see it more than once because you miss things the first time. Oh, definitely. Yes. And what I loved about Endgame was it kind of co- comparatively for me, it made me feel like when I was younger and I used to watch wrestling uh, and when I was still like really still really enjoyed it and didn't just watch it bitterly like an ex-wife that I just kind of keep my eye on like, bitch, what are you up to? You know, but I'm not really interested. In, um, but I remember moments where you kind of forget like just Johnny always makes fun of me, but we all know wrestling's a work. OK, it's a choreographed dance. But sometimes when you're watching it, just like when you're watching Game of Thrones and you forget that's not a real fucking dragon. Sometimes you forget it's, a, it's not a real competition and you get pop. You get worked into the moment, right? And you kind of get big about it. Yeah. And that for me happened with Endgame. And I can remember a moment, even though I knew it wasn't going to happen, but when all the circles started to appear, spoiler alert if you're a moron and still haven't seen it, um, all the circles appear and you get all the extra characters just for a second. And I remember just for a split second thinking, are they going to give us the X-Men? Because they could have, right? Like they Surely digitally they could have done something, but I guess, you know, I knew reality sinks in, and that's never going to happen. But what a moment that would have been! Yeah, when the and I know in that particular scene when it starts with you hear Sam saying to Cap on your left, just what, calling yeah. back to the movie. I was like, I was it's like, like as it built. I was like, yes, the family's back together. Right? And because that line was built in other movies, it's like Goosey's. It's like Goosebump moment where you're like, that's so clever that they just like slid that in there and somebody else wouldn't even think twice about it. But if you catch it, maybe the second or third time you watch it, but you're like, that's so clever that they fucking worked that out. Little Easter eggs mean a lot. Now, um, have y'all seen Deadpool 2? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So there's a little joke in Deadpool 2 that where Deadpool makes some reference about the guy who can't draw feet. Oh, Rob Liefeld. I lost my shit in the movie theater and Mr. Librarian Kate is looking at me like, what? Yeah. So I'm like, I'll explain to you when we get out of the theater. But the, but just little, little things like that, that may, that make the movie appealing for both old and new fans. Yeah. I'm sure you have some folks, you have folks that are, they're just like Mr. Librarian Kate does not read comics, but he loves the MCU and related properties. I read the comics. See, so it's like when I hear something yeah, like that, it's thing. like, yay! <laughs> for both people. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of references in there that if you know the comics, like, oh, you kill Black Tom? And it's like, if you know the comics, you're like, there's Black Tom Cassidy. But then if you don't know it, it's just like, ah, oh, it's actually a white guy called Black. It was a funny little joke. 
exactly. know, it's like it, it works for you don't have to explain it, but if you know the, the detail, then you're loving it. It's funny. I think just Johnny and I had this exact same moment if we saw it together with you laughing at that exact joke and me going, what the fuck? Uh, but of course, now I often hear just Johnny's rants about this gentleman who can't draw feet. Uh, like the thing of it is, right? Obviously, I'm, here he goes. I'm. If you give me time, like I think the only reason that Rob Lightfield again, this might be, I might offend you with this. The only reason he keeps getting work is because he can spit out work quite fast. So he's probably. Oh, we need this. It's you know an X Men title. We need it out. You know, in a month or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I can do it. And he he can't draw feet. He struggles with backgrounds. His all of his guns are just tubes. And you're thinking for a professional comic book artist who maybe back in the nineties where everything was veiny and big and you know everyone had like uh, leg pouches, shoulder pouches, big shoulder pads. You were like that was the style. But mm-hmm. a lot of the other artists that I love. Like, say, Jim Lee, his artwork has progressed. and Or Dave Finch, like, they've all progressed and kind of, they've really tightened their artwork. So when you look at it, you're like, there's, you know, you know what it is. Some of his stuff, even in, like, today's, like, the recent comics that he's doing, you're like, how is this guy still getting work? Again, I probably couldn't draw either as quick or as good as him at the moment. But if this was my job, my, my, my life, like, this is something that I would have nipped in the butt and sorted out, like, within the first, you know, couple of issues. Like, with the, with the initially, come on. I don't know if you've drawn or sketched or something. A lot of comic people kind of do dabble at once. But you look at something and you're like, that's wrong. You know that it's wrong, so you, you work on it. It doesn't. Oh, there's guns as well. And it, it well, just frustrates just- me because he keeps getting work. Yeah, he just got a new um, G.I. Joe series that's going to launch next year. And he's going to ruin it. Well, he's not going to, but I think he's, I think he might ruin it. Like, he, the only thing that I think that can save it is if you had a really good author and, like, the story kind of, eh. You know, you I think he's writing story. it, too. Oh, it's going to die because G.I. Joe, a lot of them have guns. And, like, you can't put all the G.I. Joe in shitty fucking block masks and... Like you can't put like Deadpool in G.I. Joe because a lot of his characters are just the exact same uh, character that he's used a hundred times just with like a slightly different version. Like I know, let's just give him bigger shoulder pads, let's just give him a different mask. Let's get... a lot of them are regurgitated people. Not only is this the most passionate I've ever heard you sound on this podcast, it's also the <laughs> longest stream of chatting to yourself you've ever gone on, and I think it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know seriously. what? I know yeah. my number one and number two G.I. Joe fans, they're going to eat this comic up because it's Snake Eyes. And one of them has a Snake Eyes tattoo, and I know he is going to be buying every single damn issue of this. He's going to complain about it, but it's Snake Eyes. He's going to buy every single one. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I buy every Ghostbusters comic regardless of whether the first issue is good or not. A lot of them are good, and some of these crossovers are not good. And to bring it back, I read the Doctor Who comics, and some of them yeah. have... They've improved. I will say that. They've been, I've been, for a project, I've been reading the very first series Titan did with with Doctor Who, and it's, oh, it's, it's painful. Let me tell you, it is very painful. Uh, but they've made strides, they've listened to fans, and they took the opportunity that with Jodie Whittaker's run 
to torch everything they've ever done with Doctor Who to the ground and restart it. And it's it's not perfect, but it's getting better. Um, the, Titan, unfortunately, has this really bad habit of switching up artists on every single issue. And it's it's really they're getting better at it. But with this with the 11th Doctor ones, it's kind of like none of these. Have, have you looked at a photo of fucking Matt Smith? This does not look like Matt Smith. And you what do you want? Yeah, and you can't be changing artists midstream. I'm way too OCD no, for that shit. It is bad for continuity. But what, what they've done is they're trying to keep one artist on a particular four-issue arc. So there's that little bit of continuity arc to arc. And the artists are a little... I think they talk to each other more because with a couple of exceptions... Things look pretty similar from issue to issue, even if like there's a guest artist on it or it's, you know, the start, the end of one arc, the start of another. So, mm. yeah, I, I pretty, Johnny reads a lot of comics, but I just basically read anything Ghostbusters. Uh, that's about it. The most recent one is Transformers Ghostbusters. That is like a 80s. That is like a little 80s nerd child's wet dream. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And of course, we're speaking about Comic-Con again, but they announced today uh, crossover WWE and Ghostbusters action figures. Uh, okay, that would be cool. So I'm the definition of just shut up and take my money, of course. <laughs> but I'm also the nerd who's like, I'm already not happy with these. And of course, I'm sure my, my wife, Rachel, thinks I'm crazy because right away I was like, eh, because they've announced it. They look awesome, by the way. You've got a green see-through Undertaker as your ghost. Uh, and then as the four Ghostbusters, so you got them in their traditional wrestling gear, but then they're wearing kind of like the Ghostbusters jumpsuit. You got Shawn Michaels, The Rock, Steve Austin, and John Cena. Now, they look cool, but they're in like cotton or like material sewn together jumpsuits. Um, and they just kind of never look right on an action figure. I don't know how to explain it. They just never look. It kind of looks like when you see old movies where they filmed miniatures in the water. Uh, and you may think I'm crazy, both of you, but then the water never looks like it's the right size. You know what I'm like? You can tell it's a model and you're like, well, those splashes that those drops of water aren't big enough to be what we're supposed to be doing here. Uh, am I the only one? Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures right now and I have to I like the rock one. I think of the four. That's the one I would get. But that's also that's that's one of the wrestlers I have the biggest attachment to him and Bret Hart. Um, well, just Bret Hart's when my I was boy. Oh, my sister loved Bret Hart growing up and she still follows him on social media. And I'm like, I can see, you know, I can see why girl, I can see why <laughs> Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to say it. He's a handsome man. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've told the story on the show before of when I met him, what an amazing dude couldn't be. You couldn't wish your hero to be nicer. You know what I mean? So yeah, what a tremendous exactly. human being. Uh, Johnny doesn't know who that is. He just thinks he's some dude in pink tights, but we don't talk no, about I, wrestling with Johnny. He was actually, he was around when I was actually into wrestling. Well, I say into wrestling. I used to watch it. Uh, yeah, because it was Brett and Owen. They were a tag team. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but and then, this is stretching the, the limit of my knowledge now. This is like really pushing the bounds. I remember two guys that used to wear red, like American football shoulder pads with black spikes. The Legion of Doom. Yeah. Hawk and Animal. The Undertaker, because he's been there since the beginning. The Warrior. But yeah, like, I think when Andre the Giant was there as well. That's yeah. probably like my limit. Yeah. Well, you know, you're missing out back then anyway. But yeah, these toys look amazing, but I don't like those jumpsuits. They look phony and fake. And I like how you both dodged my crazy water uh, concept. So you both obviously disagree with me. 
me look at these again? No, I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the figures. I'm talking about when you watch like a movie set in the ocean, and then they cut to a scene with a miniature, right? And then the water never looks right because the water looks too small. Oh yeah, you're right. So you're looking at a scene, and you're like, "Well, look how small those water drops. Look how right? Am I right?" Anyway, it, it, it's something with the perspective. It doesn't look right with the perspective. I know where you're going. Because it's this. filmed, it's filmed with a miniature, so it's not a real size boat. Therefore, the ocean and the splash of the water is not going to be the right size. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe other people will back me up on this. But anyway, my point was that's how I feel about when you sew a little jumpsuit and put it on an action figure. But we'll still, you'll still buy them. <laughs> well, I, of course I will, and I'll probably end up buying two. Right, one in the box, one to let it breathe. Danny Abbott knows mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Let him breathe. Gotta play with your toys. Don't get Johnny started on this shit, because this will be his other rant. You can't exactly call them toys. So they're either toys and then you're a kid, or they're action figures, or sorry, they're collectibles, at which point they should stay in the box. No, disagree. And I know Kate disagrees with you too, motherfucker. Uh, there is, if we were on video, I which we're not, because I look a little worse for wear today. I was out last night. And nobody but... wants to look at just Johnny. <laughs> But behind me in my office is shelving that has most of my Funkos. And they're all out of the box. Ooh, John, she takes her Funkos out of the box. That's fine, you know, but like, let's just say, you know, 10, 15, 20 years down the line, someone's like, you, you find out, like you see on YouTube, on uh, Facebook now, you know, 10 toys that you had as a kid that are now worth millions or whatever it is. Let's just say, like, 10 years down the line, that comes up again. 10 Funkos before the company went corrupt or bankrupt that are now worth millions. Whose do you think is going to be worth more? Yours that have been opened and dusty and dirty and, like, slightly discolored because of the sunlight? Or mine that's still in its box? Ah, they're still in their boxes and in a box somewhere because I don't even know where. Well, I think I'm going to, I myself anyway, I'll speak for myself. I keep the box in mint condition and Funkos of all things can be put back in the box with zero damage. Mm-hmm. That is true. If you take and the time am- and be gentle, treat it like a lady, you can put it back in nice. And that is one thing I regret from, I had to move house recently is that I did not have those boxes. So we ended up, yes. I ended up, we ended up using sandwich bags. So we put everything in little plastic bags and with one exception, everything came through unscathed. Ooh, who did you lose? We lost baby Groot. Ouch. But I got a replacement baby Groot that's for okay. Christmas. That's good then. Uh, I, curl- okay. I have a box of Lucy WWF Hasbro's behind me that are all individually Ziploc bagged because I am not a dirt bag and you have to take care of them things. Yep. And things like the big Lego pieces that did not go on the moving truck that went in the car with us. Yeah, well, if they were just Johnny's, they'd still be in the box, so they'd be easier to transport, right, John? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, think about it. That baby Groot, is it the bobblehead one? Yes, it was the bobblehead one. Have you noticed that over time, his head slowly starts to sort of tip forward? I have noticed that, in fact, the Shuri Funko that both Mr. Librarian Kate and I have... Uh, she kind of leans forward like she's a little drunk. <laughs> now, do you think that's happening to mine in the box? Mine's still looking pristine condition, I'm just saying, because I'm pretty sure that one comes with like a plastic case that holds it up. Don't get me wrong, I, I did open one, and it was in my car, 
uh, don't ever put it in the car because I think the heat like makes it his head go up and down and bobble even worse. Uh, and then like I still got one in the box, so I'm like, yep, I'm never going to take you out of the box. Wasn't the wasn't that Groot the thing that we all me you and my wife all bought each other for like Christmas or something? <laughs> yeah, and then I had one off my parents. Yeah, and then I think Christmas I had one off like uh, my sister, <laughs> and I'm like, ah. I've got three of these. Yeah, because we <laughs> talked about it coming out. Uh, we were at work, I'm sure, talking about this this group baby group coming out, and I was like, yeah, "Oh we well, dude, like, that's uh, so cool." Yeah, I was like, "Dude, uh, don't 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 order one, man, because I, I I pre-ordered you one." And John was like, "Oh shit, I pre-ordered you one too." <laughs> so then we had we had like between us, yeah, like you said, we had like must have had like seven baby group Funkos, <laughs> but at least we had them. But. When you said about the whole um, the X Men movies, you know enough already. Probably going to get myself, you know, ostracized here, but I feel the exact same way about Funkos. Enough already. Mm. Yeah. Now, like, like, I, like, for instance, like, don't get me wrong, some are nice, some are cute, but like, do they have to release like eighteen different versions of everything? Like, I'm pretty sure that there's like five different versions of Wolverine. Uh, one or two that you can only get from either SDCC or Comic-Con. And I'm like, oh, come on. Exactly. Like, Fuck exclusives. As a, which, you know, I've always, sorry to say this again, Kate, I'm not attacking, you know, anyone. But when I do become a famous comic book artist, I am going to release on purpose, like, special, like, British or Cardiff Comic-Con covers only to fuck everyone else. That's right, baby. <laughs> You can do that. There's um the big behemoth store here in New York, Midtown Comics, has variant covers for some special variant covers for some issues that you can only get if you go to one of the three locations in Manhattan or you order it from their website, which I don't recommend because sometimes they ship a little slow. But still, you can you're with well within your right to do that. But getting back to the Funkos thing, I was looking at some of their blog because I'm looking at some of the announcements that came out, and um some of them I'm really excited about like. We're getting Mad Men Funkos. Did Mad Men air in the UK at all? Yeah. 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 Okay. So we're getting Mad Men Funkos, and I John, think that's pretty sorry, cool. Sorry, John in the background just went, eh. <laughs> but then they're also releasing yet another set of Harry Potter Funkos. Yeah, like, okay, well, Harry Potter, I love Harry Potter, but is it enough already with the Harry Potter merch? Yeah, too? That, that I love Harry Potter, I've, but it's almost like, and how many more Hermione's do I need? So if I'm okay with Funkos, as long as they keep finding new properties to bring to Funko or release them in different ways. Like we're also getting – there's a whole new James Bond series of Funkos, and they're actually – some of them are Daniel Craig Funkos. They're going right to characters from the movies as opposed to, say, a generic James Bond. I'm cool with that. But again, it's like do I need another Harry Potter Funko as much as I – I love Harry Potter. No. And like again – wrong the funkos look like some of them that you know you're looking at say wolverine batman superman and you know who it is you're like that's kind of cool but when they try to do sort of real people you know if you put if you took the james bond like if he was just there in his suit no gun and put him next to say a madman you know character in a suit you're like i don't even know who is who exactly there's only so much you do like i i forgot the company but maybe it was at the metal ones or there's another company out there that does action figures like this they put a little bit more sculpting into it if that's the mm-hmm. right word it mm-hmm. makes it a bit more real and like they like them i'm looking at them they get they look so much better yeah i mean i've 
I've said enough. My wife, we've said enough already with the Funkos, um, but also because like because I'm, I can't have them all, so I just had to stop because if I keep buying Funkos, we all know the curse, which is you're gonna keep buying them. So then I see things yeah. like Say by the Bell. Oh, I need this. Stranger Things. I need this. I, I'm just like we're not buying any of these. Uh, even even like my my like I, I my Ghostbusters addiction is bad, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna be honest with you, but I don't have any Ghostbusters Funkos because I haven't gone there, right? But even with the wrestling figures, I made a point at one point where I was like, all right, I'm only buying the old retro, the new the new retro style figures they're releasing, and I'm gonna finish the house. That's it. I'm only gonna do those two things. That's it. I can't buy all these fucking figures because I have to buy a whole house just to put figures in, you know. So that's how I feel about Funkos because also then your whole collection looks the same. Yeah, I'm lucky that we got when we found the place that I'm in that they have this shelving because I was getting critical mass and I was really running out of space. They do look bad, like, and you're right because they take up a lot of space. But then when you open them, like, for example, I've got the Goonies Funkos and I opened them, but those are like unique. They're good moldings, like they're wearing kind of cool by their clothing. You can tell what they are. These ones are awesome. They look way better out of the box. Um, but if you look at ones like they did Big Bang Theory. And let's be honest, those are just basically a dude wearing a Green Lantern t-shirt and a dude wearing a Flash t-shirt, right? Yes, because I bought them for my mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got, I mean, the show's great. I think Just Johnny hates it, but, you know. In my eyes, they're not real nerds. Like, there's this some stuff that they're saying and talking about, and you're like, oh. Like, for instance, I'm pretty sure they all have Alienware laptops, and I'm like, if you're actually into gaming and PCs and stuff, you would not go to Alienware. Like, it's the same with, like, <laughs> People going to Apple, like, you wouldn't waste your money on Apple because their old slogan is now being reversed. It doesn't cost less and do more. It costs more and does less. Same with Alienware. You're paying for the sticker. You're paying to have a little glow, glowing alien face. You can build yourself, which if they're nerds, they would do, your own PC for, like, half the cost, and it'd be the exact same specs. And I'm like, oh, that's just one of the things, again, I don't want to go into a rant about all the other shit that kind of pisses me off. I've heard this rant before, though, about the laptops. Like, they totally wouldn't have Alienware, man. Again, like, if you've seen, like, where people post clips, same with Friends. I love Friends, but, like, you're watching a clip when they remove the laugh track, and you're like, yeah, this is just cringy. Yeah, but that's, that, would be, that would definitely be cringy, though. But uh, there are also lots of gaffes and bloopers in Friends now that you can watch it in HD, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> sometimes we're, we'll be watching, like, well, my wife and I put it on sometimes when we're, like, eating dinner and stuff. And there'll be times where she'll just suddenly yell out, who is that? And you'll rewind and you'll be like, Monica, 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 not Monica, not Monica, Monica, Monica. Uh, it's crazy that, you know, because, but they wouldn't have thought back then that it was going to get digitized and upgraded and all that sort of shite. But it's funny when they miss those kinds of things. Continuity is a bitch, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. There's a, another cool moment in the original Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, when Eddie Murphy busts into that one club, I think it's the one where he's, it's either the one where he's talking about, ha, I need to talk to him myself because this is, this is bad news. I got a call from the clinic. Um, and then he ends up getting in a fight, but there's a moment where a dude kind of throws him over a table. This could be any of the Beverly Hills cop movies. I've just realized. Um, but there's a distinct moment where for a couple of frames, you see the stunt man that they're, that the dude's throwing. Now, usually they give you the stunt man's back. So you don't see his face. But in this one, clear as day, because you're watching it going, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, not Eddie Murphy, not Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> uh, I love those little kind of kind of moments. But those those kind of moments sometimes make just Johnny angry, I think. Unless, 
Yeah, it lends a certain sense of charm to the movie, if you think about it. It makes you feel like, no, the special effects, you know, weren't there back then. And it's kind of fun to see just that little blooper. Yeah. But if you see it in modern stuff, then you're like, this is unacceptable. Exactly. It's like if I saw something like that in Captain Marvel, I would have been like, what the fuck? Or when you see the things in fucking Game of Thrones and there was like the water bottle and you're like, none of you saw that? Not one of you said, hey, man, anyone going to get that, uh, that water bottle under the chair? Like, nobody saw that, huh? It went through all those people. It's not like me and Just Johnny made it on, on, on my iPad and then uploaded it and went, oh, shit, we left something in the shot. No, this is Game of Thrones, HBO, people, the biggest show in the world. And my I, conspir- I, I put my conspiracy theory hat on with that one because that, the, the first time it was an honest mistake. The second time I'm kind of like, you're, you're doing this for the fucking attention. Yeah, surely this like, okay, once, once, right? To be honest, Oops. I don't know. I don't know if I'd agree with you because... If you put that in, like your Game of Thrones, this is the final season. You don't need a n- much. You don't need this negative attention, given how slated you're getting online. I, if anything, I think they probably would have tried to take it out and spot it because it's like, yeah, we're getting slated. Let's let's not piss them off even more. Oh shit, we left a coffee cup in. Ah. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they, they oh, George Lucas. Well, they, they George Lucas special editioned it, right? And they went back and took it out. Yes, they did. So now it doesn't exist like it never happened. Yeah, I don't know if they did that with the water bottle, though, but I know they definitely did that with the coffee cup. Because the internet always forgets, right? Screen caps live forever. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Every now and again, you'll see a meme of it and you'll go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? This has been fun, but Librarian Kate, our dear guest, is on her lunch break. So we should probably at some point wind ourselves down and, and, and let you get back to work. Did, did we have any final thoughts or comments that we didn't get out? Johnny, first, or either one? Uh, one thing, speaking of Game of Thrones, aren't they supposed to be at San Diego Comic-Con? So one yes, of the they are. Forward to is to see their panel because there's been talk online about, like, on Reddit, like, uh, discussions saying, we cannot get on stage and boo them because this this will kind of put them on the defensive. This will make them seem like the victors. We have to sort of rip them apart correctly. And then there's a discussion on how to properly emphasize to them that they fucked up. And I was reading that thinking, I wish I was there just to see this. Well, they but need wrestling fans. They need a you fucked up chant. I think, they, I think someone was talking about like, you know, the golden harpy masks, like when they take that one town and everyone's wearing like golden harpy masks as they oh, attack. Yeah. yeah, someone said we should all just pull them out and just stand there in silence. <laughs> and I'm like, that would be freaky. I love so the I love the petition to, to get them to redo the season. It's almost as ridiculous as a bunch of people saying that if we show up, the government will tell us all their secrets. Look at that wrapping it up in a nice little bow on our way out the door. Um, okay, that beautiful bringing it full circle, uh, absolutely, Matt. That is like you stuck the dismount. Stuck it. Stuck that dismount, just like Johnny does every time. <laughs> now, but you didn't give us your thoughts. Maybe maybe you did on, on your what you're looking forward to at San Diego as we finish off. For me, um, well, I think the big thing is Marvel is coming back. Uh, to Hall H. They weren't there last year. So, of course, everybody's wondering what news about Phase 4 are they going to drop? Mm-hmm. Um, there's also Star Wars is back in Hall H. I, I'm hoping maybe we get a, t- a little more on the Disney Plus series The Mandalorian. 
I do not think we're going to see anything new for Rise of Skywalker. My theory that I actually, I threw this out to Will from Dudes in Toyland, and he totally agrees with me, is we're going to get the next major trailer for that during an American sporting event. Mm -hmm. Because Disney owns ESPN. They're going to put it on during either a National Football League game, because the NFL still owns two days of the week in this country, or a college football game. So I think we're going to I don't think we're going to see anything majorly big out of Star Wars or even to a certain extent Marvel, but I think we're going to get something to keep us happy. Yeah. The big thing I'm looking forward to is a show called The Expanse that oh, it's, yes. Okay, I have I have just Johnny's attention. Oh, yeah. Um they have been they're having an event and they have been teasing some big news coming this week. Mr. Librarian Kate, who introduced me to the show, and I theorize that it is going to be the release date for the fourth season on Amazon. I do not think they are going to be dropping it right now because Amazon's The Boys drops next week, and I don't think Amazon oh, wants to, for that. I don't think Amazon is going to pull a Netflix and cannibalize its shows. Mm. But I think we're going to get an announcement about a premiere date, and I'm looking forward to that because now that means I got to actually sit down and watch season three. <laughs> Oh, you haven't? I have not. I've watched the first two seasons. Um, I have to get dig back down into season three. So I got a Mr. Librarian Kate's kind of been up my butt to catch up. So I'm very interested to see what they do because season three obviously just continues pushing it. And then it kind of tangents into season four if it sticks to the books. And then I think at book five just goes in a completely different direction. Which so. I. I kind of didn't read because I read the, the back of it and I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. Mm -hmm. so you, you'd have to catch up and get back to get back to me. On yeah, this. I do have to. I, I do want to see what comes out of that. Um, and I'm a big Supernatural fan, so I'm also eager to see what they're what tidbits we're going to get because we are getting the final season. Final season. At, after 15 years, this, this show has lasted through at least if I counted right three presidents. Um, yeah, two, two networks or two did it cancel twice or uh, it wasn't canceled it moved networks um and uh, when i say moved networks it was just that the original network became a new network so but it's it's a show that's 15 years is an accomplishment and they're going out on their own terms the other big thing that literally dropped about an hour before we started recording marvel's agents of shield will end after season seven so go. next I'm, summer is the end of Colson and Company. Gotta be honest, I kind of lost interest in it. Yeah, me too. Not I, I after fifth, like one season. The fifth season lost a lot of my interest. Um, I haven't, which we just caught up on Netflix. I haven't watched this current season yet, but uh, honestly, it, I'm at a point where the show really should have ended after season four because uh, I thought that was one of the best storylines they did. But you can't fault – if you're going to go out, the best thing to always do is go out on your own terms. Mm -hmm. Just so Supernatural's doing it. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is doing it. Arrow is doing it. Go out and craft an ending to make the fans happy. Yep. Because it's definitely, I think that for me was part of that was the the superhero to fatigue thing, right? There's just too much to watch. You got to watch all the Marvel shows. You got to watch all the movies. Now you got to watch Agent yeah. of, Agents of Shield, and I was just like, it's too much. It's yeah, too it's, much. I do not watch all the DC superhero shows. Mm -hmm. I watch 
Mr. Librarian Kate watches all of them. We watch two of them together. And I've dabbled in a third, like in and out. But I, there's just, there's not enough hours in the day. No, it's too much stuff. That's also my beef with wrestling these days is there's just too much. Too much, too often, too long. And we can have a whole separate show about that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> On indeed. a lot of levels. Indeed. Now, all right, so this has been wonderful. You, sh- you young lady, should probably get back to work. Um, I, prob- I probably should. <laughs> just Johnny's got a busy social life. <clears throat> yes. Yes, I do. As he was a pro, as, as he long was, as you have no follow-up questions. As, as he was informing me during our little lover spat earlier tonight. So yeah, I'll go make a cup of tea. All right. Well, this has been real. Uh, with so, the pinky out. But that's right, with his pinky uh, out. Obviously, I'm not a caveman. <laughs> In his pajamas and his house coat. Your mama raised you with manners. <laughs> yes, I was uh, brought up, not dragged up. That's that's correct, young man. Very very well said. All right, so. I always love trying to shoot for the ending the first time. So thank you for joining us, Kate. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. And just Johnny, thanks for putting on pants. Even though the listeners can't tell, I appreciate it. You promised me you weren't, you weren't package out. You promised. Uh, and then I said, are we, are we, are we videoing this? You said, no. And then I said, as long as we're not videoing this, I'm wearing pants. I told you we had a guest. As long like, as we're not videoing this, I'm wearing pants. <sighs> All right. So this, I'm sorry about him, folks. Uh, this has been another edition of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. I've been Matt Lee's. She's been I'm, like Bert Kate. You yeah, messed it up, been, Matt. I didn't mess it up. You messed it up. <laughs> no, you say I've been just Sean. Do I? Yeah, you just said I've been Matt Lee's. I thought we both say I'm Matt Lee's. No. Are you serious? We don't? No. Oh, okay. That's the magic of editing. Ready? Here we go. We're going to do it again. I can't believe I just fucked up my own ending, but actually I can. I can completely (laughs) believe it. Um, When I played, just very quickly, when I played with Jay Walsh in in Canada, it was ironic that he still, after like eight years, knew my songs better than I did. But that's a whole other story. Um, Yeah. And folks, if you haven't watched um, some of those videos or listened to Matt do his music thing, you really, really, really have to because he's fucking good. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate it. Just Johnny also listens to my tunes in his car. Remember that, Just Johnny? Yeah, I was like, oh, this is awkward. And I was like, how the fuck did you... This was years ago, right? We hadn't released the track, and he's got it playing in his car. And I was like, where the fuck did you get this song? I was like, you put it on YouTube. I kind of took it down. He stole a song from me, from his buddy. How rude. How rude. It was, it was on a pub, it's on a public video sharing site. I just made it more easily listenable to me. And ultimately, I appreciate it. Anyway, this has been another edition of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. I've been just Johnny. He's been... Oh. <laughs> Who fucked it up now, buddy? Huh? <laughs> Who's Mr. Hotshot now? It's not so funny, is it? And guess what? I'm not editing this either. I've been just Johnny. She's been librarian Kate. And I've been Matt Lees. Get the fuck off of my podcast. There we did it, John. It only took you like six takes. Even Kate was better than you. It was her first time, literally. 
Yeah, but to be fair, she she went last. Like it's easy to go last. Well, you should tell that to your girlfriend. Come on, that was a good one. You both no sold me. You can't see me, but I'm giving you a golf clap. No, but uh, that's genuinely funny. He said sometimes it's no. fun to go last, and I said tell that to your girlfriend because I was insinuating. Fine. Yeah, but does that mean that she always goes first? Which is, you no, know, again, the, I was raised correctly, so. No, the joke was you go first, wasn't it? Wait, what? I'm tired. Look, folks. <laughs> I appreciate you both doing this, for, for doing this, and uh, it's clearly bedtime for Mr. Lee's. I appreciate you are a man of uh, early to bed, early to rise, because I am not. I When I was up doing the Lego last weekend, 2 a.m., I was up till 2 a.m. on Saturday. Ugh. And I'm like. I'm like, okay, you got to go to bed. You got to go down to your niece's birthday party. And you're not going to be yawning in everyone's face because your mother ain't going to let you hear the end of it. Go to fuck to sleep. But I don't stay up that late normally. I'm normally in bed by like midnight, like 11. So I appreciate that it is your bedtime right now. (laughs) I'm in REM sleep by like 11. (laughs) Come on now. Uh, but yeah, I remember we went to Weedus. Remember Johnny, our best friends Weedus? I don't know if we've ever mentioned it on the show, but we're best friends with Weedus, I basically. Maybe a little. I don't I think mean, I don't remember you mentioning nah, it too much. I mean he liked another one of my tweets today. I'm just saying, you know, we're besties, obviously. But we were out pretty late and all three of us were fucked for like four days, man. It was yeah. I, I don't like this feeling anymore. I'm really tired. But anyway, look. Thank uh, you very much. Th- I know we didn't even I didn't even drink and I was fucked for three days. Anyway. Thank you very much to both of you, uh, but especially to Kate, because I always have to deal with John. But, you know, it's very nice to have you here, and um, we will shall all talk to you very soon. Sure. Uh, when is this going to drop, just out of curiosity? Uh, what time is it now? It's, okay, it's 2.30 New York time, so if my math is right, it's 7.30 in the UK. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, literally now in a minute, as we say in Wales. So soon? Yeah, like within, probably within half an hour. Okay, you know what? Here's why. Um, nobody knows I did this. Ah, right, cool. So would you Except, rather do it tomorrow? No, 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 you do it today. Okay. Except Will and Sean from Dudes in Toyland. They're the only ones that know. Okay. And they were asking me, let me know when this drops. So I was like, I can text Will and be like, um, probably today? Yeah. But no, I kept it I kept it a secret from us. Like none of the I they're the only IHOP people that know. Nope. Nobody else knows. All right. I just thought you meant you were going to get in trouble at work or something. But oh no 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 no. I'm uh, we we just we we had major shit. We're late. We just had a lovers quarrel. We just had a bit of a spat, so we had to take a minute and deal yeah, with some okay. shit. That's okay. I actually thought my meeting was going to run over because my manager was late, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to make these guys like wait any longer i already had you move it back once <laughs> look luckily johnny is incredibly patient and understanding when people are running late right john yes <laughs> yes i am <laughs> he just threw a right strop because my ipad wasn't charged be nice john yeah exactly hey come on right every every podcast night it's always a case of yeah, cool. I'll go home. I'll turn everything on. I'll set everything up. I'll chill for a bit, make a cover. You let me know when you're ready. And then boom. Hey, who's the professional here? I'm the on-air talent. I'm just supposed to be a diva and make demands. He's the one that's supposed to set everything up. Hey, yeah. I'm the tits and ass, today, literally, so. <laughs> I am just a massive ass. So he's supposed to, <laughs> you know. I still call bullshit. I don't make you wait every week. That's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 
what's that famous that's that thing you like to say? Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. I'm proud of you when you use me against me, buddy. <laughs> it hurts, but I'm so goddamn proud. Exactly. All right. Well, the introductions are over. I'm going to do my introduction, and we'll we'll just we'll give her. But welcome. Okay. It's nice to finally have you on the show. Thank you for having me on the show. That's yeah. the big thing. And we did. This it. is. Go ahead. Are we recording? By the way, I just want to make sure. We are now. I did not record John and I's little spat, but I am recording okay. now. Okay, just wanted to make sure in case I don't say anything too incriminating. Yeah. But no, you are. You guys are the first IHOP podcast that I've been on. Right. You're not the first podcast, as I've done some multiversity podcasts. Um, but that's like work because I'm staff. But you are the first of the IHOP podcasts. What's What's IHOP, John? Does that sound familiar to you? No, I think that, that you're always going about these bloody pancakes or something back yeah. home. Oh, but yeah, yeah, pancakes. Pancake shops we did. Yeah, we had pancakes. Anyway, yeah, so anyway, it's great to have you here. Um... <laughs>